Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. The Porcupine with Adam Nutter. What's up, everybody? Uh, I know we're doing a lot of episodes this week. Uh, it is what it is. It's, it's fucking scheduling is crazy. Trying to squeeze a bunch of stuff in before the new year and Christmas and all that shit. Uh, thank you, everybody. Who checked out the Scott Horton yesterday. That's still up there, available everywhere. That was super fucking great. If you guys want to know everything about Ukraine and Russia, <laughs> go listen to that fucking uh, podcast. It with Scott. Scott's the man, dude. Uh, of course, of course, you all know that Scott's great. Um, again, I have one show left this year before next year. <laughs> so, uh, December thirtieth. Uh, West Collingswood, New Jersey, right over the bridge from Philly, like right over the bridge. Uh, I'll be at Rexy's uh, coming out, droptent.com slash events for tickets. And of course, to get your very own uh, drop, uh, not drop tent, Jesus Christ, fucking Adam, get it together. I'm so fucking a mess. Uh, you get your very own porcupine shirt at droptent.com uh, slash events. Oh, shit. All my stuff stopped working. <laughs> Everything just froze. <laughs> and now nothing's working. And I might have to completely restart this interview because <laughs> everything just froze on my laptop. God damn it. No. But you can still see me, though. Can you? Wild. Fuck. <laughs> All right. No. Why? Come on. Don't fail me. No, it's going to fail me. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. I, I know. I, I feel like you guys can still see me and I'm recording, but my screen is just white. <laughs> like, I know. Damn it. All right. I prom- I'm going to restart this. I'm going to resend an intro to my guest. We're going to come back full circle and do this again. So, sorry. Fuck. That's what happens when you go live, though. What are you going to fucking do? So, restarting, I promise. We'll come back to this. <laughs> Did this work? No way that worked. <laughs> Did this work? Fuck. Hold on. Uh, kind of work, but not really. Because I'm still kind of on the screen, but not. There you go. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah, there you go. Oh, shit. Are we still live? No fucking way that worked. <laughs> Timer is still going. Is it? No way. That's amazing. Sorry, guys. That was fucking... Uh, oh, That was the first time that ever happened. No, it totally worked. Hey! <laughs> guys... My guest for today, <laughs> uh, he runs the uh, LPMC Philly account pretty much on Twitter. And uh, no, Mark, fucking share it. It worked. I figured it out. <laughs> it works. Just share the shit, you fucking assholes. I figured it out. Have faith in me. <sighs> Roller coaster of a start. But hey, like I said, we're live. This is what happens. <laughs> so, I, I guess this is why Mark... Uh... Mark records his thing several days early, so yeah. I, I no, I used to do that, but then uh, we got Streamyard and everything worked great. Yeah, up until right now, Streamyard <laughs> problem. My laptop was like, "Hey, we're gonna stop working real quick. <laughs> we're gonna figure that shit out." Oh yeah, like, all right. Cool. Oh yeah. Fuck no, but we're good. So Torin, thank you for coming. Uh, again, you run pretty much the uh, LPMC Philly Twitter account, and yep. uh, 
obviously we are here to talk about mainly what just happened in Philly and not just Philly, but like New York, LA first, obviously now Boston, Chicago, which we all knew was yep. going to happen, but all the now Philly, uh, vaccine passports and all the, on all the, uh, not recommendations, Jesus Christ, all, all the shutdowns already, all the talks mass again, and pop, but just major cities, nowhere else, <laughs> just yep. the cities. So, uh, obviously please talk about what you guys got going on and what you, what, you know, what do you want to release out there? Yeah, these uh, seems like the dominoes are falling. You know, cities are falling one by one, and uh, you know, hopefully it's uh, you know, hopefully we can stem the tide a little bit, and that's kind of the goal. Um, you know, we want to make some noise. Uh, you know, it seems like New York has gotten a little bit rowdier over the past couple of weeks. Um, seemed like for a while, like, you didn't you wouldn't hear much about New York, like what was going on. You just knew they had the vaccine passport. And, you know, if you're following independent media, you know, there's crazy protests going on overseas. Mm -hmm. um, you don't see much here, but New York's starting to pop up a little bit more. And, you know, there's, it, you know, I talked with uh, Mark Pazaka on his radio show the other day and it, like, this is the red line. You, you can't, you can't separate people out. You can't segregate, discriminate, you know, based on um, what for some people and, and a lot of people are, you know, very, very well-informed medical decisions. Um, you know, there are, there are the crazies out there that, uh, you know, might think this has a microchip in it and, you know, are getting tracked. And, well, I don't know, I, I guess, uh, you know, Alex Jones was proven right the other day when they, they came out with the microchip they, <laughs> they want to track you with for the vaccine passport. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, this is the red line. You, you, you can't, you can't separate people out by, um, by a choice, a, a medical choice. And, um, yeah, it's with the rhetoric coming out of the white house, the rhetoric coming out of the, you know, the mayor's offices and all these things. It's, it's very much, you know, this is a pandemic of the unvaxxed, the unvaxxed are going to die. Um, you know, I, I had COVID early on, um, very early on in the pandemic. And, you know, I've had some very serious exposures where, you know, everybody but me got sick in, in, you know, recent months and I go, well, I'm, yeah. I'm still here. So, uh, and I was listening to, uh, uh, you know, one of my favorite guys to listen to is, um, Chris Martinson. And he was talking about the, um, the Omicron variant and just how, how contagious it is, but how it's like 80% less, uh, serious in terms of like hospitalizations and you know this is what we want so why why are we going backwards in terms of mandates um it just doesn't uh you know it, something smells fishy here uh is it is it money is it power i don't know but um yes <laughs> you know <laughs> both of those actually yeah. uh yeah that's exactly <laughs> what it is dude <laughs> uh what moderna moderna released uh their earnings i think and it was like 3.4 billion dollars last quarter and uh in profit and three billion was from the vaccines and you know they didn't really have to pay for the research and either the nih was paying for the research so everything that they had to go in and all of their costs were covered and you know the government on one hand is yelling at the the pharma companies over the opi opioid crisis you know maybe they'll they'll fine them a billion dollars here and there but then they'll turn around and print you know 10 billion and hand them off so right yeah, this is just not a um, this is not a good good situation. You know, any any time a group of people for any reason, whether it's your your race, sex, gender, um, religion, whatever, anytime you get demonized and 
told that you're the problem. Um, you know, I think African-Americans can probably relate with being called, you know, d- disease carriers back in the day. Um, the Jews, certainly in the, in the, in the 1930s. Um, I know it's an easy comparison to make, but, you know, humans are not viral vectors. Um, humans have an, an immune system and you can't really, there's not a whole lot you can do about it. You can take, take precautions. You can get vaccinated. You can not, you can eat healthy, you can get metabolically healthy, but humans aren't, you know, the, the default isn't being a disease carrier. Um, and you can't treat somebody as a disease carrier just because they didn't get a vaccine. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of vitriol and hatred out there. Um, a lot of people are saying that people like us who are speaking out against mandates should die or will die. And, uh, and that's not, that's not fun. Um, so yeah, we're at, we're at a red line here where, um, the government's gotten out of control. The narrative's gotten out of control. Um, you know, it's top to bottom. It's from the white house on down and we need people, you know, standing up and speaking out. And, um, the only way we know how to do it is, you know, kind of take to the streets of Philly and, and just make our voices heard. Yeah. So, uh, we should only treat Mark Bazzacco that way, by the way, I, <laughs> I, we should exclude him from society. I agree. I just Mark though, for, for no reason, any other reason just to get him out. Uh, no, yeah, like, he, he, he had COVID what, what, like uh three, three or four weeks ago, I think, or something like that. And, uh, yeah, he's probably still spreading it around. So yeah, fuck Mark. We gotta, we should, we should kill him. We should just kill him. We should just kill, we should just kill Mark. <laughs> uh, but but that, I mean, you already, you already hit on a lot of the stuff that like, you know, they're, they're trying to say about us or like the unvaccinated. It's like, but it's all not true. Right. And like, I know I have to, I have to be careful. What we even say on YouTube because I'll get fucking yeah. pulled, but like, we all know for a fact, like, well, can't it, it doesn't stop transmission. Uh, the the vaccine it doesn't um, it it doesn't uh, it, 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 it they say it it's more likely to lessen your symptoms than you know than not, but that's not a guarantee either. <laughs> it's like yeah. all these, th- and then when you find out, like, oh yeah, most of the people getting sick are vaccinated. Oh, most people dying are vaccinated. It's like, oh, weird. How that works <laughs> it's like yep. you, you know it's it, it, like you also nailed you nailed something else earlier too what you said when you said um a bunch of a bunch of new outbreaks going around i've been around a shit ton of people who are fucking double vaxxed some have boosters some don't and they're like oh i got i got corona i'm like oh i'm fine <laughs> <laughs> i've been fine for two plus years actually like i, I yeah. I'm, I'm fine like i i'm i'm my my parents who are not like uh uh, brainwash at all with this stuff, but you know, they're older, they're 60, 66, 67. So they got vaccinated, but it's funny. I was on the phone with my dad who just came out of like a hernia surgery today and he's fine, but we were just talking. I hear my mom in the background. She goes, Hey, um, do me a favor. I was like, yeah. She's like, wash your hands in Purell. I went, no, <laughs> cause I've never done that for 35 years. Yeah. No, no. I'm like, I'm like, I, I, I wash my hands when I shit. If there's physical dirt on my hands, or yep. if I touch like raw meat or something, gro- you know what I'm saying? But like, I'm not just, I don't even force my hands when I pee. I'm not peeing on my hands. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like the limit of washing my, I'm like, I feel like that, that shit all helps. It built like that Carlin joke from years ago. Oh, yeah. He's like, you know, we, we, we grew up playing in raw sewage and that's why I have a good immune system. It's like, yeah, I grew up next to the Staten Island dump, dude. Like literally yeah. four miles from that place. L- less than. And like, I, and like in the summertime, you would smell smell the dump 
And it's like, and it, you grew up with that, and like you grew up like playing next to it, like the runoff of like the rainwater, but it's green. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, it's like it is what yeah. it is. We're fine. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm right there with you. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm kind of the opposite of a germaphobe, but I, I also, I mean, I, I'd prefer to be socially acceptable. So you know, I'm gonna try not to to smell too bad when I go out. But uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm, different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm right, I'm right there with you. Like I, I don't worry about things too much. I mean, yeah, if I have to hit the if, if the urinal is not an automatic flush and I got to hit the handle, then uh, yeah, then I'm probably going to wash my hands after that. You don't know who's been in there and doing what beforehand, but uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Public no. bathroom, sure. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a good one to wash. Yeah. Hands. My, my point is like overall, like, yeah, the, oh, exactly. It's like, what am I, what are you doing? It's like, you don't have to constantly, be, oh, it's clean. Like we're not, we don't live in like a her- her- hermetically sealed was the word. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. Like uh, like science fiction room, dude. Like it, it's it's light. Like, they're gonna it's gonna get everywhere. It doesn't really fucking matter. Well, that's one of the big concerns that I think that never gets talked about right now is with like kids. You know, they're being masked up, told to be vaccinated, kept away from each other. Well, you know, how do you how do you build a strong, healthy immune system? You get around, you run around in the dirt, roll around with other kids. You pass around the flu, pass around colds, pass around pink eye, pass around you know whatever. You know, before the chickenpox vaccine, it, it was. You know, I remember getting getting chicken pox when I was little. It's like you just you just got whatever you could. You took care of it. Um, and the concern here, I mean, yeah, COVID, it was a novel virus. There were a lot of unknowns early on, especially. And, you know, compared to other things we've gone through recently, it, it does seem to be deadlier. So you don't want to downplay it like all of those, you know, other diseases we've had in the past. But at the same time, uh if you overreact and go too far, then you end up with, you know, who knows, maybe a generation of kids that have horrible immune systems. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's not to mention the develop, developmental issue, issues of wearing masks and other things. It's just, you know, and that's kids. You know, then you talk about the mental health issues of locking right. adults up in, in their house. Even the kids um, up. I mean, like, yeah. I, I would feel like kids are even actually worse being locked up than adults because yeah. like, that's the age to go out and explore shit, not be in your fucking room all day with just your parents. Yeah. So at, at some point, you know, something's got to change. And I, you know, talked about the other day. I said, you know, originally I said this is a red line, a big red line. And I, I and and Mark was right when he said no. This is the red line. Um, the reason why I say that is because there there've been a bunch of other lines that we've crossed all throughout this this pandemic. I mean, locking people up in their houses, um, forcing people to wear masks, you know, shutting down businesses, um, just a lot of things that you know have proven statistically not to work. Yet we keep going back to them over and over again. And yet here we are again, you know, everybody's testing positive. Doesn't matter if you're vaxxed or not. And here we are taking a segment of the population and saying, well, this is your fault. Well, if it's, if it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated, then, you know, why haven't uh, Pfizer and Moderna released their patents? And so they make a generic, you know, vaccine that goes out to all of the, you know, third world countries all the people on Vax there, because a lot of these variants are coming from there. Like the Delta came from India. Nobody's vaxxed. Why? Because they can't afford the vaccine. They, you know, Delta and Moderna won't release the patents because they don't they want don't want to lose the revenue. So, yeah, you, you can't blame the unvaccinated when it's just a naked money play to begin with. 
Well, that's even the thing with ivermectin, right? It's like 40 cents. Like yeah. the patent ran out like in like in the 70s, something like that. I forgot when, but it ran out a while ago and like they can't re-up it. So it's so, and that's where they're like, ivermectin's horse paste. Fuck Joe Rogan. And you're like, <laughs> well, that's because you can't make money off it. Yeah. Like that's that simple. I mean, and, and also like, and Angela McArdle said this the best in, in her last debate, but I, I even said it before I, I heard her say it. Where I'm like, if this virus was truly as deadly as like half the people are making out to be, you wouldn't be out shopping. You'd be yeah. in your fucking home scared because everyone's turning into a zombie or the yeah. fuck is happening out there. Like, you know, I remember when it first came out, they're like, they're like, oh, my God, does this kill everybody? They're like, no. And they're like, oh, OK, well, who's the kill? They're like severely old people. OK, who else? Oh, if you're like really, really unhealthy and like you're really fat or like you have like cancer or like you already have like a two and a half coma. And you're like, oh, well, do like healthy people die? They're like, yeah, it's super, super rare. Oh. Yeah. So what are we doing here? <laughs> so like, you know, it's like, well, I mean, if anything, it, you know, we have a, we have an epidemic in this country of obesity and other things. And, um, you know, I don't, uh, I don't believe it's ever necessarily okay to shame or, or mock somebody over their health or their weight. Yet at the same time, I, I also don't think it's okay to just say, Hey, you know, this is great. Just get, you know, get all your shots, take all the meds you want and live as unhealthy a lifestyle as you can. I mean, in fact, you know, for me, I used to take my health fairly seriously. It was working out every day, trying to eat well, um, you know, just went through some you know, personal shit in life and, and then COVID hit and that got out of control. And all of a sudden I started seeing all these studies about what, you know, you know, what was your best way to prevent, you know, serious issues from COVID and it was, it was getting healthy, you know, eating well, uh, I've switched up my diet. I'm eating like 90% meat right now. I'm, you know, I'm riding my, uh, riding my bike every day, um, somewhere between, between 10 and 20 miles. Um, it really, it is that, uh, it is that overall health that is the, the biggest issue. I mean, thankfully I've been blessed throughout my life with good health and no other under, no other underlying issues. So why, you know, why let this part go and put myself more at risk? Dude, I agree. Especially like they're like, uh, <laughs> like, uh, it, like it attacks fat cells. And like, if you're heavier and, the, and they, but then they also like come get free McDonald's with your COVID and you're like, all right, come on, man. Like, what is this? What is this? Fucking, what are we talking about? It, yeah. It's so calm. It's just, again, it's like that. I feel like common sense is gone. <laughs> it's just fucking it's gone. gone. It's gone. Now. It's gone. And then, like, even with the mask stuff, you're just sitting there going, so, like, this is supposed to, like, block the deadliest virus of all time if I just put this in front of my <laughs> fucking face? Because, like, yeah. this, like, I, I mean, especially, like, people have, like, long beards and, like, it's just, like, hovering over the beard. I'm like, what are we yeah. doing? This is, it's political theater. It's theater. Like, yeah, it is. And then people be like, doctors wear them during surgery. I'm like, yeah, as the last piece of fucking safety. Because they're in a completely <laughs> fucking, again, sealed oh, yeah. room, completely bacteria-free. They they scrub for an hour before surgery. There's all these other va like factors of play to keep that keep that. And that is also mainly so they don't just sneeze right into the like. Oh yeah, room. yeah. That's pretty much what it's for. Do you and want your doctor to be able to, to be able to spit into your open chest cavity as right. he's giving you a heart transplant? And, and these like. fucking <laughs> dummies are like, well, doctors wear them. Yeah, man. 
Technically, they do. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. like, you're but it, it's disingenuous to fucking say that and just and hang your hat on that and not mention all the other stuff I just mentioned about what doctors do for surgery. You know, it's not like doctors are walking after they're fixing a car with grease in their hands, be like, all right, let's crack this rib cage open now. It's like, no, they go through a whole thing. <laughs> they go through a yeah. whole fucking thing to get to that point. All like uh, the the COVID uh, restaurant rules, right? It's like it's like I can have COVID. Okay, now I don't have COVID anymore. Okay, ready? COVID. Yep. No COVID. Yep. It, it, how fucking dumb it. It's like COVID. Like guys, chill. He's eating, and we know the rules. We can't attack them. Well, no, now it's the same thing with the restaurant bans because it's like, well, you can't catch COVID from an unvaccinated person uh, when you're at uh, Walmart, but um, right. you sit down in a restaurant. Oh gosh, you know, it's just coming off of. It's flowing. You you can see the virus particles just coming off and. <laughs> yeah exactly so donald calls it it's faker and gay you're right <laughs> it's, it's 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 and again it's like it's like you think that'd be common sense the stand-up sit-down part stand-up sit-down and then again people are like no we have to double mask and it's like okay yeah wear four masks wear seven doesn't matter I, yeah uh, the only place i'll wear a mask now is uh is on the uh on the train into center city because they won't let me uh <laughs> they won't let me on the train. That's the thing is like, if I want to fly, I, I don't, I literally do not have a choice. Yep. Yep. And I have a fake, I have a fake mask, the fake ones that like, uh, it is mesh. Oh, yeah. So you yeah, can't. Yeah. I've, I've got one of those too. And no one stops you. Cause it's like, cause that's how dumb it is. Like I'm wearing a fake mask right now. And you guys are like, you're good to go. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> like, like you fucking idiot. It's none of this matter. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, again, people like, uh, they pull their mask off just to, just to keep drinking and then put it back on. I'm like, yeah, you, you, you helped stop COVID man. You, you're here. Yep. Yep. I, I did wear a mask today, but, uh, that's because I'm up in Maine. Uh, it's 18 degrees out there right now. There's a foot of snow <laughs> on the ground. I took my uh, St. Bernard, Bernard out for a hike, and um, I forgot a scarf. And, uh, yeah, it's cold. So I happened to have a mask with me and just threw it on. Uh, it helped. I also uh, also went through about 10 uh, N95s this summer, but I was wearing them for what you're supposed to wear them for. I was doing uh, <laughs> construction right. in my basement. I was building a bar. I was... Uh, um, I just removed about a half ton of plaster off the walls in my bedroom. Yeah. I, uh, I was getting some use out of those N95s. Yeah. <laughs> uh, O'Donnell, I just had it on the screen, but O'Donnell said, uh, again, like 10, he goes, 10 years ago, if you told me a cold would have brought society to his knees, I would have laughed. And it's like, I didn't think we'd be where we are now. Even I thought we would have had way more physical pushback. And yeah. it's like, Oh, we haven't. Oh no! And then you see what goes on in Australia and Canada with the whole fucking uh, the, the 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 not mandatory camps, but those yeah. kids had to escape over barbed wire, <laughs> and then they caught them, and they're like, they're like kids escaped <laughs> over barbed wire from mandated from uh, from non mandatory. It's like okay, if voluntary, really, that sounds voluntary to you. So chasing voluntary. them with dogs. <laughs> Isn't that how they killed Boo Radley and fucking to kill a mockingbird <laughs> when he uh, ran into prison? They shot him in the back. It's like it's it's yeah. wild. It's like Shawshank Redemption or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's I, I never I I really thought like we were better as a country, but like I also forget we've been getting like progressive blue pilled brainwashed and inundated for like the last fucking fifty years also, and that made a bunch of pussies out of a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I uh, listened to um, 
Matt Taibbi's interview with Joe Rogan on the way up here, he, they just talked, I don't know, two or three weeks ago. And it was so eye-opening just what's going on with journalism and what's going on now. And, you know, Taibbi's, he's pretty far left yet. He's, you know, he's all about freedom. All well, about he's freedom a rational, yeah. he's one of the yeah. last few bastions of like, uh, um, like regular thinking left leaning person. Yeah. Because like it, it's, I feel like they're all gone now. It's just like progressives, or people who just stay quiet about it. Like you yep. see very few actual moderate liberals anymore. Like on 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 TV or anywhere. Yeah, you've got Taibbi, Greenwald, yeah, Brett, Brett Weinstein. Yeah, uh, Abby Martin's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, a few, but it's like uh, Andrew Sullivan. But like a lot of them just get fucking. You know, they get called Nazis too because they're not in the COVID <laughs> regime or they're not oh, yeah. being like, it's not enough to be anti-racist, whatever the fuck they say. <laughs> you know? Anything anything but left authoritarian these days is uh, is Nazi. So Right, which which um, it, obviously the biggest irony is they are the Nazis in this. <laughs> yeah, it, it's fascism. It's, uh, you know, the marriage of uh, corporations and government. I mean, that's what's going which on. Which is literal fascism. And people yeah. get mad when yeah. I say that. I'm like, oh, you guys just don't know what things mean. <laughs> that's a bummer for you. Yeah. And it's, you know, I, I don't think we, I don't think we're as at risk here of some of those things as maybe say Australia. I, I mean, the, I tweeted out though the other day with the LPMC Twitter account, I said, um, LPMC Philly Twitter account, just want to make sure uh, <laughs> yeah. that's clear. <laughs> I said, uh, I said, you know, the, the only reason why we don't have these voluntary, uh, quarantine camps like australia does is because we haven't given up our guns right i said you know, that too to a lefty recently they were like no i went no it is but go on <laughs> yeah and, and it's you know europe europe has a few more guns than australia does so they haven't quite got gotten there yet but uh you know the second amendment is uh, saving us from full craziness right now but like this is what i i kind of just said before I, I was i didn't think we'd be at this point yeah. If it got to that point, I don't know if people would, if that would even stop people. Like I, I, I people would still go with it. Like that's the thing is, like I don't yeah. know what the line is for people to be like, you know what, fuck this. Here's my gun. You got to kill me. Like, what is the line for that? Because clearly, it's not segregating entire major metropolitan cities. That's yeah. not the line. Yeah. Right. I mean, so that, that, yeah, segregating sixty-seven percent of the black community, I believe, didn't get the shot. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah, that sounds pretty racist to me. Which hey, again, it sounds it, like uh, Philly sounds like it's turning into a white supremacist heaven right now. Yeah, uh, it's <laughs> racist to ask for ID to vote, but to yeah. but to just operate in civilized society, that's not racist to be to ask for a fucking to go over where you go for something that I'm not even sick from. Yeah, it's uh, you know, I you can't you can't spread COVID if you don't have it. Um, it's, it's just psychosis. Yeah. Uh, you know, the word mass psychosis keeps getting thrown around a lot. Um, yeah. Brett Weinstein's talked about it. Um, you know, Dr. Peter McCullough had a great description of it when he was on Joe Rogan and, you know, he was talking about, you know, how, how did things turn out the way they did? And again, I don't hate, hate making the analogy because, you know, all the lefties are just going to get up in arms. But 1930s Germany, you know, they're the 20s were horrible for Germany, uh, you know, mass inflation. They're carrying around currency by the wheelbarrows and um, they're all suffering. And here comes this charismatic guy who says, you know, this group of people is the problem right. and this is how we fix it. 
And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. Let's, let's do it. And you had a few people, you know, um, you know, you had a few people that are, that are resisting. You had guys like Dietrich Bonhoeffer resisting. Um, you had the guys that tried to assassinate Hitler resisting, you know, but you had all these institutions just go along. I mean, one of the biggest things that, that Hitler, one of Hitler's biggest advantages was he got the, the church in Germany to, to follow along. Um, he kind of hoodwinked the church and they went along and, you know, Germany was a very religious country at that time. And you're, you're starting to see that even now. I mean, months ago you had, you had a, a church in, I don't know, it was Ontario or something. Yeah, and said, Canada, if, yeah. But then the, the Archbishop Bishop of Canterbury right now just said, you know, the unvaxxed are immoral. Yeah, no one else is immoral. Yeah. Pedophiles that you yeah. seem to be no problem with. So suck my dick. I don't care what the fucking yeah. priest says. I, I really don't. Yeah. When your when your closet's literally filled with the skulls of children, I don't value your opinion at all. You could suck my ass. Yeah, I mean, again, why did uh, you know the rumors about why Bill and Melinda Gates are splitting up, and yet uh, Bill Gates somehow, who is uh, you know, he's not a doctor. He's not a he's not an epidemiologist. He doesn't. Uh, you know, he just has a lot of money, and um, you know he's got some ties to some questionable people. Oh, and like, yet, uh, like the yet he's funding right all now? this shit. He's he's, he's yeah. fu- funding all this shit. Of course, and, so, and that's the thing too. It's, it, again, the other which has been pointed out in droves recently, but like Rogan's not a doctor. You're right, but Big Bird and yeah. fucking SNL and Jimmy Fallon and Bill Gates are. You're right. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon sucks. Also, by the way. Oh yeah, he's terrible. None of terrible. these guys are funny. Like no. No, and, and like watching, which is essentially we're watching state propaganda comedy, yeah, which is dog shit, yeah. Surprise, but communism isn't funny, and yeah. neither is no. this fucking socialism shit. That like this commie writing, it's it's so bad, it's so fucking bad. Like yeah, I'm a comic, sure, and like be, you're not funny. I don't care. You're not coming to my shows if you don't think. Like you know what I'm saying? I, you're not yeah. my supporters, believe it or not. So eat my dick again. But like that's also not funny. Yeah. Like watching that fucking and by the way, as a comic from Staten Island, Pete Davidson sucks too. I want to be the face <laughs> of Staten Island comedy. Fuck Pete Davidson. He's yeah. not funny. He's not no. funny. He was no. funny when he was 14 or 15, truly. And then he got not funny as soon as he like as soon as he went on SNL, he just became a fucking weird psycho. <laughs> but like that skit with him and Big Bird, and, and you're watching this, and you're just like, oh, they just told you what to write. Yeah. I won't even watch that shit anymore. I no, mean, I, mean, I, I, I used to, I used to right watch here. it. I used to watch it, uh, you know, when I was in college, you know, Andy Sandberg had some great stuff back in the, the late, uh, the late two thousands. Um, but over the past, I don't know. I, 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 it seems like ever since, uh, Bush left office, it, it's just gone downhill. Like there's just, there's just nothing. Cause you couldn't, you couldn't make fun of, uh, you couldn't make fun of Obama. And then, um, yeah, then there was Trump, and it was just deranged. There's there's plenty to make fun of Trump about, but most of it was just about stuff that wasn't funny. <laughs> and now you've yeah, got- well, like 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 if that's the, I mean yeah, if you want to talk about that, I mean obviously you, you've mentioned before the uh, the release in the White House being like yeah. you're gonna have a long dark we're like what's Game of Thrones yeah. a long dark winter like fucking what are you talking about? Uh, but if that and all I could think of if that same exact worded thing was released under Trump. Every single fucking headline be like, 
the American president wished death of his American citizens, yeah. and yeah. and he hates this group. And, th- and it's like, th- just again, if you don't see the hypocrisy, and this is not a defense of Trump, fuck him, right? Yeah. Shit. yeah, it's just obvious, blatant hypocrisy, which I'm against no matter what, right? Yep, consistency, it's about yep. being fucking consistent. It's like yep. you either. Like you either the media is either gonna be like that's evil or it's not, and clearly they they dug they they chose their fucking uh their side uh, years ago. Yeah, the the, the pro mandate crowd. I mean, it's full of hypocrisy. Whether I mean, we talked about the the um you know the opioids earlier, the the racism. You know, if you're marching with BLM last summer over systemic racism, yet. You know, I, I don't know how true the number is now, but, you know, Maj Ture was uh, uh, quoting something like 11 percent of the African-American community in Philly was fully vaxxed. And, uh, you know, if you marched with BLM last summer, yet right now you're saying, yeah, we've got to keep the unvaccinated out. Well, well guess what? You're, you're going to keep all the African-Americans out. And like I said earlier, it's going to yeah. be a white supremacist heaven if a white supremacist has a is double vaxxed or or has a f- good fake card, gosh, they're going to love taking uh, vacations here to Philly. Yeah, um, it, well, because don't forget, those black people, they're uh, white supremacists also. If you didn't get the shot, you're also a white supremacist. Yeah. That's yeah. the rule I was told by all the blue check marks and, 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 and journalists. I was told that you're racist no matter what you look like if you don't get the jab. Also, Asians apparently are white people now, too. I don't know if you knew yeah. that. Yeah, that's no, also, I knew that. That was cool. I didn't know. We 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 brought in our horizons to a, a billion people. That's cool. A billion plus yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's wild how they will fit anything. They will turn anything just to fit their fucking psychotic narrative. Yeah, it's not that it doesn't make sense. It's it's that it purposely doesn't make sense. I mean, right. That's the whole point. It's just whatever they can, they, whatever they can say to make it fit their narrative, and you know. <laughs> The rest of us be damned. And that's why, I mean, at this point, it's like we we got to speak up, uh, you know, for far too long. The opposition has just been, you know, Michael Malice will say, you know, conservatism is a is a, you know, progressivism driving the speed limit or, you know, conservatives in Congress. Well, <laughs> the lead conservative in, a, in Congress looks like a turtle. You know, what can you expect? <laughs> from, what can you expect from the lead conservative that looks like a turtle to be anything but just a speed bump? So, right. um, <laughs> no, I, you know, I, I do, obviously I don't agree with how a lot of things went down last summer. Um, I think the, you know, the black community had a lot, has a lot of reasons to be upset with the police. Um, Everyone knows. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know, Michael Malice has turned me into an abolish the police kind of guy, but more so just from a a Liberty perspective and thinking that, you know, the government monopoly on policing is what's what the issue is. Have you seen the NYPD videos in the last few days? I have. Yeah. Getting arrested for the, I mean, again, now, I think the loophole that the the police are saying is like we're actually arresting them for trespass, yep. not yep. backpass. And you're like, okay, it, it it doesn't matter. We all know what you're doing. You could call it whatever you want, but again, not to keep comparing this to fucking the Nazis and shit, and because it's like easy. <laughs> but they did the same shit. <laughs> this different, just a different message, right? They're like, no, no, no we're doing this. For, we're not really doing. We're not really taking them on trains and putting them into their death. We're just relocating them. It's it's just, it's just a different version of that. Now it's like, we're not arresting them for vaccine passports. That's crazy. Well, we're let's just arresting okay. them for trespass. It's like, oh, okay. 
So let's let's switch up the analogy. Uh, you know, we can't talk about the Nazis. Well, you know, one thing that we don't talk about too much here in the U.S. is the Khmer Rouge in Cambodia. Mm. Yeah, uh, I got lucky enough about ten years ago to travel to Phnom Penh. Um, was, I was there actually on my uh, 23rd birthday, and it happened to be I uh, 40 something something anniversary or late 30th anniversary of uh, Khmer Rouge taking over Phnom Penh, and Honestly, in some ways, I think that is way more relatable than uh, the Nazis because the Nazis was very much a it was a racial thing. It's like we're going to purify the human race. Right. Um, the uh, Khmer Rouge was a little bit more idea ideological, where they wanted to go back to this ag agrarian society, this simple you know farming society, kind of go back to serfdom. They were you know. They were killing doctors. They were killing, um, they were killing people with a college degree. It's, it was just, they're, they're killing journalists. It, it was just, uh, right. It was anybody much... with uh, glasses, right? They fucking yeah. wiped out too. Yeah, yeah. It was any intellectual they perceived to be intellectual, which that's shows you how not smart they were. These are anyone who went against the narrative, anyone who went against the narrative and and not that you're seeing that physically happen today, but you're seeing, you know, respectable scientists, respectable doctors like Brett Weinstein, Pierre Corey, Robert Malone, um, Peter McCullough. You're seeing these people speak out and they just get trashed. I mean, and it's at least in terms of the mainstream, they're 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 suffering like this, you know, kind of cultural death. But uh, thankfully, you know, one of the greatest things that has come out of the internet and social media is the fact that the things are way more decentralized than they used to be. So, you know, we're able to talk on this podcast. Uh, you know, Tim Pool's able to get information out on his, Weinstein on his. It's like. At least there is like this big groundswell of, you know, things going on that, that people can go get the information and, you know, people are fleeing the media. You know, people are seeing the bullshit that's going on with CNN. They're seeing the lies. I mean, how many people got red, red pilled over the Kyle Rittenhouse case? Um, yeah. When you, <laughs> when you found out, when I found out how many people thought he shot black people. Yeah. You're like, What? <laughs> yeah, shot a pedophile. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> like, move on. <laughs> move on with your yeah. day. <laughs> but you know, I mean, one of the reasons why I I've spoken out and and kind of yelled as much as I have since day one, it was the day things shut down. Where I, I I was saying I don't think this is right. I can understand if we take a week or two, but it's got to end then. And then I'm, I'm a data guy. I'm a I'm a you know stats guy. I have a degree in statistics and. You know, I'm looking at the data three or four days into lockdowns and like, this doesn't make sense. And, but the, the biggest reason is because, you know, I've, I've stood in the, uh, the S21 prison there in Phnom Penh, um, where they, you know, it was an elementary school and they turned it into a prison and every single political prisoner, you know, went in and through that school. And I think there were seven survivors, um, every, all but seven that went in and died. I mean, I remember standing in this, it was a, it was at one time a classroom. I'm standing in this classroom and, and there's this, uh, there's this bed with like a chain hook to it, like just a bed frame, metal bed frame. And there's like dirt, like brown, like thick brown dirt on the ground. And, and, and I look up and to the left of me, there's a, there's a picture on the wall and the bed frame and the chain are in the same exact spot. And this is a picture from when it was liberated. 
and there's a body right there where this big thick brown dirt is 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 laying and i realize that's not dirt that's that's blood stains mm. 35 years later and i'm standing on it and, it and this isn't like this isn't like an american museum this isn't right. like a european museum this is something like i, I could have went and just sat down on the bed bed frame if i wanted to like it's just you walk in there and i'm, I'm literally standing on you know the stained blood of somebody who was who was massacred just for you know not wanting this agrarian society and you know not i don't ever want to say that's where all of this is heading i, I don't want to say that because you just don't know there are so many different paths i mean we could go down an authoritarian route that doesn't look like that we can go down an authoritarian route that does we can go down non-authoritarian routes but you know, it's funny. The Auschwitz Museum the other day was uh, complaining about uh, comparing this to the uh, uh, to the Holocaust, and the Auschwitz Museum and Dave Smith were going back and forth. I think, and uh, somebody brought up an old tweet of theirs that you know Auschwitz didn't begin at the gates of Auschwitz. Exactly. It began in the 1930s when they were demonizing the Jews. They were saying the Jews were uh, you know, disease killers. And it, and it's got a, it's got a special place for me too. I'm not Jewish, but I, I have heavily Polish influence, heavily, heavily Slavic influence. You know, the Polish people were, were slaughtered by the, the, by the Nazis and they've been, you know, slaughtered by the Russians. They've been slaughtered by just about everybody. And it, it just always starts with this segregation. And so regardless of whether or not that's happening today, this is the red line that you have to stop it at so that there's no chance of it going that direction. Yeah, that's that I'm sick of I'm sick and fucking tired. I'm sure you and everybody listening is very tired of P the brainwash calling us conspiracy theorists for <laughs> for everything I said in March of 2020 oh, yeah. has come true. Every yeah. single fucking thing I said. Lockdowns are more than lockdowns. This is gonna go into fucking uh passport system. I didn't I mean call it a passport system back then, but I called yeah. like some sort of like paper showing system. Uh yeah. all this and they're like, no, no. And I'm like, I don't trust that fucking thing either. Whether it was in that fucking vial, I gotta be careful what I say. I don't trust this was yeah. in those fucking vials, and they're like conspiracy theorists. I go, Great man, then take it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to. I yeah. never by the way, again, this isn't this isn't even about like necessarily this disease no it, it's like i never gotten the flu shot either and i've gotten the flu i think one time in my life like and, I, you know, and i'm and yeah. by the way i'm i'm here and i didn't yeah. go to the doctor when i got the flu either i just laid in bed and i got better and i, I by the way i felt like i was gonna die <laughs> when i got the flu yeah. that one time i was like oh this is it it was on the Giants' second super bowl against the patriots 2012 i remember that i was lying in bed <laughs> i was lying on my couch I'm a Giants fan. I was like, we're going to win the Super Bowl again. Like dying. Yeah. But like, and it's still, after I got that, I didn't go, well, next year I'm getting the flu shot. Now I'm like, now nah, my body fought it off. I've never gotten it after that. I've never gotten it before that. Why would I? It's, I, I do this with a lot of people like, oh, would you get the smallpox vaccine? I'm like, that's not the same fucking virus, dude. Yeah, no. And no, I, I, I didn't get the, I didn't get the smallpox vaccine. They stopped giving that out in 1970s. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't get the smallpox vaccine. Uh, yeah, no, it's not the same thing. I mean, none of this is the same thing. And, and there's there's a reason why there has never be been before a vaccine for a coronavirus. 
because then they, they haven't been able to get it done. Right. And the, you know, the MNRA technology, it's, it's brilliant. The ideas are brilliant. Um, I think it's very promising, but there's also a reason why they've, they've spent 30 years researching it and haven't, you know, they haven't released anything on it yet because it, it just doesn't seem ready. And it doesn't seem like this whole spike protein application was ready. It, it works a little bit for some people. There's, you know, it, it can have some benefit, but at the end of the day, it's like, you have to do a personal decision of a risk benefit analysis. Like, is it worth it to take this for the risks that I am at, at COVID? And for me, it's no, <laughs> like, it's just, right. it's just, it's not really even close. Um, so yeah, it's just nuts. And it was funny listening to Rogan and Taibi on the way up here. Um, you know, they're like, well, just imagine, you know, if had, if Trump had won re-election, um, imagine where we would be on therapeutics with COVID because nobody would be taking this, this vaccine. Nobody, uh, you know, they were all saying beforehand, you know, I'm not going to take the Trump vaccine. I'll be caught dead. You know, you know, I don't know what's going to happen to me. There's no, um, <clears throat> you know, there's no long-term trials. One of the best Twitter accounts to follow right now is what is that? The, the Def defiant L's or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. They're great. Where they're yeah. posting all the, the yeah. old like before and after tweets. And it's like, but yeah. saying, there's, there's zero, <laughs> Con like, they're so disconnected from themselves. They don't understand. Yeah. Like they're just spewing bullshit hypocrisy. It's wild. Um, so we're, so now obviously you, uh, you guys over in Philly, are like well fuck this we're, we gotta do something about this so you you, you you're obviously starting um sit-ins and i believe and like or you're gonna start to i, I know it's don't try on philly mark yeah. before don't try on philly.com so yep. if you want to just go into that a little bit so people get an idea of where you know yeah actually get so uh yeah so i'm the um i'm the philadelphia organizer for the lp mises caucus and um you know, I, I just, just started and it, this all just went nuts right at the same time, started the Twitter account. And I think the main thing, you know, we just got together and said, well, what can we do? You know, we, we want to build freedom culture in the city. We want to see liberty in the city, regardless of the coronavirus. And all of a sudden these mandates come down and we said, we have to, we have to do something. You know, I think that week we saw some big protests in, in Belfast. Things were starting to happen in New York. And we said, we can't, you know, us, all of us who want freedom, all of us who believe in liberty that are in Philly, we, we can't just take this lying down. We have to do something. And so we got together one night, myself, uh, Mark Pazacco and a few others, and we, we just started talking, you know, what, what can we do? Um, I had started kind of the tagline, don't tread on Philly for the Twitter account about a week before, because I just thought it sounded kind of cool. And we said, well, why don't we get a domain? Let's let's buy that. Let's start uh, let's start thinking about it. When can we protest? When can we do some outreach? Um, you know, one of the organizers said, hey, what about the Mummers Parade? They're they're coming back this year, and it's a big big deal. Lots of people out. Like, why don't we go down there and you know just talk to people and try to educate them, protest, make some noise. You know, obviously we're. Uh, you know, we might be very feisty libertarians, but we are libertarians. So we tend to be, uh, we tend to be very peaceful, uh, people. We don't want to, we don't want to violate that, uh, non-aggression principle at all. And so, um, yeah, we want to go down there and make some noise. You know, we want to see thousands of people down there. 
Um, we want to reach people. We want to talk to the people on the streets, on the sidewalks. And, and, and for those who are against this, we want to let them know they're not alone. Because everybody that I talk to, they, they seem to agree that 80% of the city is just going along. They, they, they're just doing what they're told. A lot of them are uncomfortable with this. Um, and it's like 10% that are just loud, obnoxious, and they're running, they're running things. And so we want to let the people know in that 80% that, Hey, you're not alone. Um, you know, the great philosopher and, and rapper, uh, Zuby made a tweet, uh, about a week or two ago where he said something like, you know, it's a lion's job to go and wake other lions. Um, not, not sheep. Uh, so, you know, we want to go find the other lions in the city, wake them up, let them know they're not alone and, uh, join together and fight back. We want to change the culture. We want to see people be free. We don't want to see the racism, the discrimination. So all of this is all, everything we're doing with don't tread on philly.com is, is going out and, and reaching people. I know, uh, Mark's been out on the streets, passing out pamphlets, I think this Sunday uh, we're going to do a um, outreach. A lot of people are going to be, you know, go. A lot of people are going to be shopping in the Center City District, um, returning unwanted Christmas gifts and that sort of thing. So, you know, we we have a opportunity to just talk with people, reach out, explain our side of things. Um, there's a home Eagles game. I think we might head down there and just talk with a bunch of fans and That's see not what's smart, happening. Go on. <laughs> uh, you know, I just won't. I, I'll just, you know, the last time I went down there, I was dressed in Vikings gear and it just didn't go well. So I'm just going to hey, be I'm, very neutral. I'm a New Yorker. I'm a Giants fan. I'll never wear giant shit to Philly. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, uh, so we're just going to do some outreach. Uh, I think throughout the week, next week, we'll be going out and just talking to people around the city and then hopefully, uh, you know, to kick things off, we're going to protest on January 1st at the Mummers Parade. Uh, hopefully get a couple of mummers groups there with us. That'll be supportive. I know they, uh, they always have some issues with the city. So uh, hopefully we can drum up some support there. And, you know, really it's just to get the, get the word out, get the, get the noise out, build a culture of freedom, build a culture of resisting against this nonsense. And then, yeah, you know, if, if push comes to shove, if we're going to be doing some sit-ins and some other things, you know, New York's doing great things with that. I, uh, recently got some contact informa information for some of the people who've been doing things in New York. And, you know, we want to band together. We want all the freedom people uh, across the country to band together and fight this shit because it's just, it's just garbage. And yeah, you know, I'm, I'm fucking sick of it. And if, you know, the reason why I'm out here and outspoken is just because, well, if I don't do it, who's going to, um, I'm sure there'd be somebody else, but uh you know, there's way too many people uh, probably just sitting there and saying, I don't I don't agree with this, but, you know, somebody else will make us make a stink. Um, and I don't I don't want to be that person here. Uh, this is this is a red line that's been crossed that I can't I can't personally let slide. That's fair. Um, how can people like help? if they want to like participate in like the uh, shut sh uh, walk in or whatever the sit-ins uh, protest general, like, is there like a uh, social media besides the website or anything? Yeah. So, well, the main thing is the website. Um, if you go to don't tread on Philly.com, there are uh, several links. There's a link to our uh, Twitter account. I'm 
trying to take a little slight break from that with the holidays. Um, <laughs> I've tweeted something like 1500 times in the past, I don't know, 10 days. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Um, but you can reach out to us through there. The website has a link to a form that uh, you can give your name, email address. If you want to give a phone number, uh, it's not required. Uh, you can sign up there and we uh, generally will we'll send out some mass emails. I sent one out the other day, got to send one out tonight. Uh, sometimes they do go to your spam folder, so I'd uh, check through that. But anybody that's interested and has any ideas, wants to really get involved, you know, go hit the website, cl click the link to our Facebook group. We have that as well. Um, there's a link on the website for that. You know, click any of those links. Go to, you know, go to the forum, go to the Twitter account, um, DM me, uh, join the Facebook group, post on the wall. Uh, you know, we have several different avenues. Um, I think we're uh, we're also doing a little bit of fundraising uh, for some of the flyers. I think we've got somebody connected with the Mises who's printing off about 5,000 flyers for us. So we've got to do a little bit of fundraising for that. And, you know, one of my uh, main tasks tonight is going to be getting a link up there uh, for that as well. So, uh, yeah, hit the website, go to any one of those links. Um, and whichever one's most convenient for you, Twitter, Facebook, you know, email form, uh, connect with us, let us know your ideas and yeah, just come out and join us. We want, uh, you know, our dream is the, our, our dream is to have thousands of people out there marching around city hall, just like all the, all the cities in Europe are having, you know, just like Vienna, just like, uh, just like Belfast, um, just like what's been going on in Austria. We want, uh, we want these, you know, big, um, just non-violent, uh, you know, just just masses of people coming together and uh, making our voices heard and standing for freedom. No, it's awesome. Uh, guys, if you're by Philly, around Philly, whatever the fuck, and you care about this, I suggest you go and sign up with them and figure it out. And let, we all got to stop this shit together because that's what it's going to take. Mass knock appliance and mass fuck you to the government. Yeah, that's, it's, that's literally it's it. It's a, it's a cancer. I mean, one of the things I've been trying to say is, is I'm turning it around on them. Stop the spread, stop the spread of this cancer, stop the spread of the gangrene. Uh, you got to cut it off here or, or else it keeps going. Um, governments don't give back power willingly. So, um, yeah, stop the spread, stop the yeah, spread stop, of tyranny. Stop the tyranny. Uh, Torrent, <laughs> thanks for so much for coming on, dude. Again, everybody go out yeah. there, support, go follow all the social media and stuff. And, uh, Go sign up. Go fucking stop this tyranny, guys. Uh, <laughs> Torin, thanks for coming on, dude. Uh, it was yeah, awesome. thanks, man. Awesome. Good talk. And hopefully we stop all the shit. Guys, I'll be back. I don't know. Fucking one soon. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> love, love everybody. Uh, later. See ya. Thanks for listening. Find Adam on social media, Twitter and IG at Adam Nutter or Facebook and TikTok at Adam Nutter Comedy. And for podcasts and merch, check out www.droptent.com. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. This has been a Drop Tent Media Production.